you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. I know when we think of direct sellers, we typically think of stay-at-home moms. I know when I started as a direct seller, I was a stay-at-home mom myself. I now consider myself a work-from-home mom, but for the most part, we think of direct sales being a great fit for stay-at-home moms, and it is. In reality, there are so many direct sellers who are also juggling other responsibilities, such as a full-time career, and today's guest Casey Gray does just that. Casey works a full-time job as a mental health therapist during a pandemic. Can you even imagine? I so appreciate all the work she does in her field. It is so necessary. And Casey also is amazing at what she does as a direct seller and a leader with her company, Lemongrass Spa. Today, Casey shares with us how she finds a balance through it all and how direct sales has been a wonderful addition to her busy schedule. I know you'll enjoy everything she has to say, and I can't wait to hear how you resonate with Casey's story. Hi, Casey. Thank you so much for being a guest this week. I cannot wait to chat with you today. So hello from Michigan. I know you're from Michigan too, (laughs) but uh, we are, I'm so excited to get to know you better and to chat and to talk all things direct sales with you. So Will you start off and tell us a little bit about you and your family? I will. Thank you so much for having me, Tiffany. And I'm so excited to join you and I think to share just a little bit about my experiences um, so far in my time with direct sales. So, uh, you know, I'm sure other people feel this way. I always like feel kind of strange figuring out how to answer like the tell me about you question. Um, And part of that for me is, uh, I think many, many other folks might resonate with this too. There's been a lot of changes happening in my life these last couple of years beyond just the 2020 and beyond shenanigans, we'll call it that. Um, So in this transitional space, um, I went from, um, or I I guess I've navigated through a divorce through some of this time. Um, I have three incredible stepkids who are no longer kids. They're all adults, but still Um, very near and dear to my heart and just beautiful humans that I adore, but I'm not responsible for anymore. And so in those transitions, it has become uh, myself and my cat, Sammy. So Sammy is uh, kind of my, my comfort after long days of work or long days of things, whatever that is. Yes. And as a very new cat mom myself, (laughs) I can attest they are such wonderful companions. Oh my goodness. I have never really been a cat person, but, um, having the, I keep telling my husband, like, I'm so glad we got these cats. They're just the sweetest things. And they're so snuggly and everything, every bad thing I've heard about cats before I take it all back. Cause they're great. (laughs) 
And I think that cats have such a, an interesting temperament and you'll find that, especially with being a new cat mom, yours probably have some interesting temperament. My cat, Sammy, I swear is like, um, she's got some dog personality traits. She's very snuggly. She's very chatty. She's very like all up in my business. So she is not the stereotypical, like crabby cat that just has an attitude and walks away. So that adds to, I think some of that companionship. Yes. I love that. Everybody needs a little furry friend in their life. That's for sure. So Casey, you work full time. So tell us about what you do for a living. I do. Um, so I am a social worker and so I currently work as an outpatient therapist, primarily in the field of mental health and addiction recovery. So that is my full-time job, 40 hours a week and where I, where I spend a lot of my time and a lot of my energy. So that also has been very, I guess, heavy, I think, to navigate amongst, you know, our, our, our current lives and such. So that adds actually a little bit into, you know, my story with direct sales. And I'll talk a little bit more about that, um, you know, with some of the other things that we've got, um, you know, in our, in our conversation today. Yes. Now, did you always know you wanted to go into this field or how did you come into the social work, especially in the mental health area? Yeah. So it was kind of a falling into, um, for lack of better, better words. Um, I actually started my, my college, uh, trajectory going into journalism. Uh, and in my, I think second semester, I think I took psych 101, you know, good old psychology 101. And, uh, that, that won my heart. I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do with that. Uh, but I knew that it was going to be a part of kind of shifting where I was going to go. Now, the, the backstory to that is in terms of growing up, I, I had a lot of exposure to different life experiences. Uh, mental health was um, something that impacted my family pretty significantly. I have an older brother with developmental disabilities. And so there's there's been kind of, I think, that foundation into it, but it wasn't something that I had planned to go into after my personal life had been so much impacted by um, by what mental health and indifference of life experience, you know, does for folks. And have you seen a huge influx of mental health issues and addiction issues in the last two years? Yeah. Uh, we have noticed across the board, um, there are generally wait lists or folks are not taking new patients, new, new clients, uh, because there has been such a, an influx, uh, the, the agency that I work for, um, we've operated a wait list for almost a year. We're, we're coming up on our year of starting a wait list and, uh, it's, it's been a heavy time. And just in that heavy time, still being able to see people successfully complete treatment while also navigating, you know, having to have folks on hold until we've got space and capacity to serve them properly. Mm. That is such a special job. So I'm so glad that you're doing that because it's very needed. That's for sure. So along with your full-time job in a very different field than skincare and makeup, <laughs> you are, you run a direct sales business, a very successful direct sales business. So tell us how you got started in the direct sales industry. So my start in direct sales, I always kind of love reflecting on it because I was not looking for a business opportunity. I was, I was not looking for any of that. Um, that it's one of those experiences that has a little bit of building up to when I finally decided to join. So I was originally introduced to uh, my company, Lemongrass Spa, uh, at a vendor event through my now dear friend, Kim. And 
um, had a conversation. Moore was actually drawn into the makeup. So lemongrass spa is really known for their, their skincare. And, and, and I never had a skincare routine before I actually had my business. So I was looking at the makeup when I first, you know, was really introduced. And I, at that vendor event, I'm going to use air quotes here, one, a in-home spa, right? We know how those go. <laughs> we know how those go. So I, air quotes, one, and in-home spa. And Kim t- came to my house and uh, it's, I love hearing her tell the story because she's like, you know, Casey's party was always one of like the funnest, longest, you know, um, parties that I've ever done. So I have been engaged and interested in natural and non-toxic lifestyle things for quite some time before being introduced to lemongrass spa and, and you know the the opportunity of, of direct sales with them so when she came into my home you know i was doing like fermenting with you know certain things and my essential oils and all the raw ingredients and all of those things are just in my home and so she tells the story like she walks in and she sees all of these things and she's like you are my people yes <laughs> And so um, it wasn't until probably about six months later, because when when she had done the event at my home, um, I was getting ready to move back to the U.S. I was in Okinawa at the time. And so in this kind of really unknowing transitional space, not knowing like when I'm going to leave, but knowing it's going to be soon. So I came back to the U.S. kind of getting settled. And I think I had reached out to, to replace an order or something like that. And so in some way, the conversation of, of joining came up. It might have been because of the size of the order that I was placing. I'm not quite sure. Maybe it was the, the join special that month. In any way, she offered the, the, the consultant um, opportunity for me. And I kind of hemmed and hawed on it. I, I didn't jump on it right away because I am I'm so indecisive sometimes. So I took some time to think about it. And eventually I was like, you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to do it. I love natural, non-toxic living and lifestyle. Let's just do this. So I joined two weeks before I was again moving from New York back to Michigan, got my consultant kit with enough time to do a launch event the day before I was hopping in the U-Haul. Oh my goodness. Michigan. Oh, that is crazy. That is crazy. I I mean, props, but that is crazy. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So um, so that's kind of how we started. And, um, you know, it it was a beautiful beginning and a lot of excitement. And, you know, at that time I was certainly busier. The kids were still at home, um, you know, so navigating full-time work, transitioning back to, um, you know, a, another place in my life. So there's been a lot of movement in my life in the time that I've actually had my direct sales business. There's not a lot of calm happening here. So were you nervous jumping in? You know, you go through, you've been through a lot of changes and you were going through lots of changes, AKA moving to a different state, crazy. Uh, But were you also a little bit nervous about jumping in, having a full-time career and trying to figure out how to fit in, fit direct sales in with that? Were you nervous about that balance? You know, I, I've always been a fairly busy human. And so I don't remember being nervous at all. I remember it being more of like a, all right, like this is something I'm interested in. Let's give this a shot. Um, now, the one thing that that I think a lot of folks might be nervous about jumping into direct sales is the I'm not a business person kind of feeling. I resonate with that. I am not a business person either. 
but I am absolutely a person that shares what I love and, you know, loves seeing other people also love what I love alongside me. Right. And so that's something that I knew I could do. I, I know that I can share these things that I love. I mean, for goodness sakes, we do it with our, our seasonal Starbucks coffees. We do it with our target runs. Why on earth can we not do it for something that then I earn an income off of and actually have some benefit to my personal life? So I, I and I still don't consider myself a salesperson. Do I have to have some business knowledge? Sure. Have I had to learn some business knowledge? Absolutely. But that's the beautiful thing is that I started with zero knowledge. I had zero skincare routine. And here I am with an eight piece skincare line that I do every night now. And it's because I learned about it and I added it to, and now I find value in that. Now that's a part of my self-care and the ways that I take care of me and seeing other people be able to learn new skills and learn those things for themselves is really rewarding as well. That's awesome. I love that perspective. Now, what challenges have you faced? working full-time while working a, and having success with your direct sales business? Yeah. You know, one of the challenges that I have noticed, um, I think it's really easy to get caught up in the comparison game, right? So we, we've got these teams, we've got other people that we, we look at what they're doing. Sometimes we want to emulate what they're doing because, oh, that's working for them. I want to do that too. And I think that that's a really great place to start and then being able to adjust that to what fits for your life and what's reasonable for you. Because the, the challenge is specifically for uh, my direct sales business is that sometimes we will have product launches that are limited quantity items. And so many other consultants will take pre-orders from their, from their customers. Um, this might be an item where it's, it's a mystery until it's, it's, you know, unveiled and folks might decide after it's unveiled that they're going to purchase, or a lot of folks will actually purchase without knowing what it is because of the, the nature of um, the, the company and such. So they, they've, they know that they're going to love the product kind of thing. So they're going to kind of pre-order that. And oftentimes those launches happen during my work schedule. So I can't, unless I choose to take the day off of work, which I don't, I don't choose to take the day off of work. Unless I choose to take the day off of work, I can't do those pre-orders because I can't plug them in and then I can't guarantee that my customers are going to get those things. So instead, we pivot. We figure out what is workable for, or I have to figure out what is workable for my business and what fits for my life. And then passing that along to my customers and teaching them how to get their hands on this item that is limited quantity, how to go about this. Now, where this gets a little bit... I think unique on my side is I really love personalized customer service and taking orders personally. So this is one space in my business where I teach my customers how to order this item on their own. Now, folks can order off of my website anytime that they want. I really love that personalized customer service, touch that concierge support and service and adding a little treat to their order or whatever it might be. So when folks are used to that, that, that's what they are used to. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful relationship that we have. And this is one of those times where when we've got this limited quantity item, okay, I'll put it out there and navigate with my social media connection and email campaigns and however else I connect with my folks and tell them, hey, we've got this really awesome X, Y, and Z coming. This is how you can get your hands on it to make sure that you get this item if you're really interested in it. And 
You know, Tiffany, comparison is really the, the killer of our, our, our own personal joy and reflection of our own success. And so that was, I think, one of my critical turning points in my business is learning how to pivot when I'm being taught something from somewhere in my leadership that doesn't work for me to then say, hey, this isn't a good fit for me. Can you help me figure out how I can adapt this? If I can't problem solve that on my own, being able to ask that for some support. And that's, that's one of the things that I really love to share with other people because we all have a variety of different things going on in our lives, whether it's parenting or homeschooling or work or single parenting, or we all have busy lives. None of us have the exact same life. And so I think one of the grandest kind of golden nuggets is to be able to look to your leadership and say, that's a really great idea. How can you help, help me make that workable for me and adapt to that? Yes. And that's, that shows such an entrepreneurial spirit too. And I, you did a video a while back about launches, workday, midday launches, you know, how you navigate those as a full-time employee. And I have shared that with many people because I do hear that. Well, I can't participate in that because it's during my workday. And I understand that challenge. Like I know that is a challenge for some people, but you have said, okay, how can I work around that? You know? And it really is something that is a very valuable skill for any direct seller to learn how to customize their business for them. We advertise, you know, a flexible lifestyle. Well, you have to learn how to be flexible and, and change things if you need to and tweak them if you need to. And that's the beauty of it. We can do it however the heck we want to, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And life throws us curveballs all the time. Knowing how to be adaptive in that way, I think is critical to, to direct sales business success that we're not so rooted in how we do things that when we have something expected happen in our life, that it completely throws us off track, therefore throwing our business off track and kind of derailing some of the success that we might've been having. Mm -hmm. And I heard recently in a, in a training that a lot of times we are thinking, okay, well, that circumstance is why I'm not successful. These product launches happen in the middle of the day. And that's why I'm not successful because I can't participate. But when you pivot and you reframe that phrase to say, okay, I'm not successful because I'm not learning how I'm not working my way around this challenge. That is where the problem is versus your company or your circumstance or whatever it might be. And like you said, there are random things that come up. I remember <laughs> ordering, you know, limited quantity products in a hospital parking lot <laughs> not too long ago. Cause I was like, oh no, I forgot that's today. We had this, you know, my husband had to, he had, was in the ER and it was, he was fine. He was fine. But I was sitting in the parking lot of the hospital, like, Oh, I got to get these ordered. Oh no, no. And, it, and I worked, you know, I, that doesn't happen every time. So I'm thankful, but, <laughs> but when there are challenges, you have to rise above them. And that is part of what we do. And I think that it's also okay to also give yourself that permission to pause. Like, you know, that's, that, that is also the beauty of direct sales and, and how it's different from a, um, a, a nine to five job, if you want to call it that, or, you know, whatever that might be, but being able to say, you know what, I don't have capacity for that today. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that we often do not give ourselves enough grace because we are, many of us are very highly driven and motivated folks, right? We want to achieve all the things, but we also have to take care of ourselves mm -hmm. and 
that is one of the aspects that also comes with, you know, harmonizing my full-time job and my direct sales business is there are days after being a therapist and I've seen eight people in a row and I'm tired and my brain is tired and I don't really want to do customer care. And so I look at that and I say, all right, so today, Casey, we're going to, we're going to chill. We're going to rest. I might've had that on my calendar. So how I organize my calendar, I use, um, the small sticky notes and I'll put one thing on that sticky note and that way I can move it to a different day. Oh, if I need great tip. change where I'm doing that particular task or what I'm doing there. And that, that flexibility, because man, I think we put so much pressure on ourselves and that sucks the joy out of it. It really sucks the joy out of it. And so knowing how to, to really decide, do I need to hunker down and really like push through this? Or do I need to have some gentleness with myself right now and give myself some space? Because let me tell you, being a therapist in the pandemic has not been like the bee's knees. (laughs) (laughs) That is not the ideal profession to be in these days, right? (laughs) I mean, it's very necessary and we're very grateful for people like you, but yeah, I can't even, I can't even imagine. I just, wow. Heroes for sure. (laughs) So, you know, having that grace with myself to be like, all right, um, I'm going to make some hot chocolate. I'm going to turn on Harry Potter. I'm going to just like chill out and give myself that compassion. That's actually been one of my big shifts for myself is saying, when do I need to hustle? When do I need to to rest? And, you know, really being able to differentiate when I have the capacity for each one of those things. Yes. And realizing that both of those things are acceptable answers. Do you know what I mean? Like both of them are okay. Either one, whatever way you choose, that's good. Rest is good rest is necessary. And, you know, times where we're working harder, that's very necessary too. And I was just talking to a friend recently and she's like, I just, I'm scared because I don't know, you know, I, I don't want to let myself down. Basically she had this goal in her mind that, you know, it was only her own thing, which that's great to have goals. Of course we need to have goals, but she was like, I just, I don't want to feel the way I feel when I push for those certain things. And I was like, then let it go. Like, seriously, let it go. I've done that myself recently, you know, some, a really big kind of goal and achievement that I've been striving for and recognizing how much distress I was under because I wasn't achieving at the level that I needed to achieve for that end result goal. And just resigning and saying, I'm going to do my best and my best might not get me that particular goal, but all of the things I'm doing are still going to build my business. Just because I don't achieve that goal, I don't earn that thing, doesn't mean the work that I'm doing along the way is null and void. It's still valuable, it's still important. And you know, oftentimes I, I kind of refocus my business on what are income producing activities? I'm not great on the social media front with things um, because that's not income producing for me. So customer care, customer follow-up is really kind of where it's at. And so, you know, and, and reaching out to folks who have expressed interest in having events. So following up with them and getting them on the calendar. Um, you know, when things are, are feeling heavy and feeling like it's a lot, kind of just narrowing that scope of what is going to bring me the income that I'm looking to have from this business. The rest is all bonus after that. Mm -hmm. That's a great perspective. It's like, what is the bare minimum that I can do and still move my business forward? And I think that's, it's very powerful to know what those activities are because on days where you're spent, (laughs) you know, you can spend 30 minutes doing one thing and be done 
and not have to worry about anything else. And so that's super powerful. Something that I'm always working on. That's for sure. (laughs) Myself as well. I have not perfected this. This is, you know, continual work in progress. Yes. Yes. Aren't we all right? Okay. So you are a leader in lemongrass spa. So this, I mean, leadership takes a little bit extra commitment and time and, and everything that goes along with it. So how did you get into a leadership position? Did it just happen? Which I know that's not technically the correct mindset, but (laughs) did it happen? Were you like, did you see the vision? Like, Oh, I should go for that. How did leadership happen for you? Well, leadership for me, I feel like was a very slow and steady, uh, you know, achievement. Um, I saw the income potential in leadership. And that's what really motivated me. And so um, Kim, who again, introduced me to Lemongrass and is now a dear friend. She is an amazing supporter and cheerleader for me and really helped me to navigate, okay, what do I need to do to get there? Breaking down those steps. And what do I need in terms of team members? And what do I need in terms of monthly sales volume? What does that look like to achieve that leadership um, place that I was looking to attain. And so, like I said, I, I, it was a very kind of slow and steady, consistent process. And for me, there have been some kind of critical turning points in my business where I was able to level up. So for example, going to conference for me is always a boost to my, my sales volume, my, my customer service, the way that I care for my people, all of those kind of, um, aspects of my business. And so I look back at my, at my career and I can see where, you know, I went from a certain, you know, uh, monthly volume and then I, I jumped that and it doubled and then it doubled again. And now I'm at a, at a pretty, um, kind of steady pace, um, you know, monthly, but that's, that's where it got me to this point. And now really looking to broaden my team. Um, I got a little baby team, we cute little bunch, um, And that's, that's okay. Because I also, now that I'm in a leadership position, also have to care for my team members, in addition to caring for my customers, navigating my full time job, and then, you know, life beyond that, because we have lives outside of work and business and, 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 and all the things that knowledge of it is attainable. Now let's break it down into digestible bites is so helpful. Yes, it is. It definitely is. And I know sometimes it's can seem for some people, they can look at that, the compensation plan chart or whatever, and think that is so far off. I'll never get there. But then all of a sudden you start making progress. You start having successes and wins. And you're like, okay, okay. This is a little bit more attainable. Okay. It's here. It is in the horizon. And it's really exciting to see, to see that process happen. I love it. So we talked about some challenges and we talked about, you know, how people sometimes can feel negative feelings towards, you know, trying to balance it all, but what are some advantages to having both a full-time career and a direct sales business? I really love the variety of my social work role versus my lemongrass spa role. Um, they are both people oriented. They are both oriented around care. And, and that's a huge, just, um, aspect of who I am. Right. And so it's okay that both of those things have those components, but my lemongrass spa business brings so much kind of fun and joy and, um, 
excitement that sometimes is a relief from the heaviness of, you know, being a therapist amongst a pandemic and other things, right? So the other, the other really beneficial aspect is I started my direct sales business in 2018. So I had a little bit over a year, uh, about a year and a half by the time, you know, the, the pandemic really set in for us. And unfortunately, my full-time job was not a full-time job any longer after the pandemic had hit. Um, everyone in the organization was reduced to a part-time status until we could get kind of restabilized because kind of some uncertainty of what's happening in the world. And so that was right after I separated from my, my ex as well. So my direct sales business was absolutely critical in filling in the cracks financially for me because I didn't qualify for unemployment. I was making too much with my full-time, with my, with my full-time slash now part-time salary, um, still, still making too much. My bills didn't change though. So, oh my gosh, it was so incredible to have that to fall back into. And then because I was working less hours, I could put more into really building my lemongrass business so that I had more income to rely on there. And so that, that was really critical for me and just feeling like, okay, things will be okay. I'll be able to manage this. I'll be able to figure this out. I remember a time, this was probably maybe two months into, um, you know, the, the, um, stay at home order and like, oh my gosh, do I need to get another job? Da, 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 da. Cause I hadn't at that point really come to the realization of like, Casey, you have a, a, a direct sales business. You're like, get it together. Um, and I was like, what if I put those hours that I would have put into a, you know, a part-time job at, you know, the mall or wherever into my spa business? What the heck? Why am I even considering going elsewhere? But it was one of those like, Oh, oh, I have this thing already here. Let's go with it. And so reframing that and redirecting that energy into my business really shifted things. And I, I attained leadership in October of 2020. Um, and so that's when I, when I moved up um, and promoted to director. And during that time, I was also working a third job. I was working as an adjunct faculty. So I certainly was, was you know, filling all of my spare moments with um, income producing activities, if we want to call it that. <laughs> yes. And it goes to show you that you never know what's going to happen. And having a direct sales business can only be a benefit. And if it doesn't work for somebody, they can just stop doing it. It's not any, you know, like with a job, you got to put your two weeks in and you feel bad or whatever. And you, ugh. but then this one is you could start it up and make yeah. whatever income you want to make with it, or you can just slow it down and not make as much. It's just, it's so flexible. I just don't. Yeah, it's great. I love it so much, but we just, we don't know when we're going to need that and need to ramp mm -hmm. it up and have it in our back pocket <laughs> to replace some income that we might be missing. One of the other things that was a much I think bigger surprise kind of caught me off guard was the way that my spa business filled my social cup. Um, because I do with, with my virtual events, I do a lot of personalized checkout concierge um, service and, and customer service support that way. So what that means is I'm talking with folks like on the phone, I'm having conversations. Um, I'm not just a, here's my link, order your fun things. Um, I'm like, Hey, I want to make sure you're getting the right things. I'd love to have a conversation with you. And so having, you know, a variety of really great conversations 
and meeting some really beautiful humans and creating those connections and folks. And I'm like, you live 2000 miles away, but I want to be your friend. So that was such a kind of light in the darkness for me as I'm carrying other folks through some hardship during, you know, the, the, the uncertainty of 2020, um, having this outlet in virtual events and connecting with folks that way. And then folks telling me like, oh my gosh, thank you for just the, the things that you share and uh, the, the content and the joy that they were all needing too, because everyone really was in, not everyone, a lot of people. I, I, I try not to generalize, but I think everyone was having a pretty difficult time. I would say um, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, that was, those were some hard times for sure. The collective support that we all felt, um, you know, I, I've had so many folks message me and say, oh my gosh, thank you so much for this that you do in this event or this that you do in this event. And that just is really fulfilling and kind of heartwarming to me that it was also supportive for other people because it certainly was supportive for me. Mm, that's great. I love that. It, there are so many benefits to a direct sales business, not just income, but like you said, there's an emotional impact that it has on you and a social impact. And it's, it's truly almost always positive. I don't, you know, I I'm sorry to people who've had a negative experience with their companies, but it's to me, it's just, it's a gift. It really is. And to be able to have that, it's always beneficial to have more layers of support. And when you're in a direct sales business, you have that support, whether it's business support, product support, or just personal support, friendship. I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think beyond the, the social aspect of the customers, um, the, the friends that I've made through my team, you know, there are, there are so many folks. I love my monthly leadership get togethers on, even though it's zoom, you know, I love to see my people and we just have the best time and it's so fulfilling and going to conference and we've got our leadership conference coming up. And all of these are areas where, you know, when I joined Lemongrass, I, I didn't know that I needed so desperately that social aspect of things. And I did. And then to be able to be surrounded by folks that have some similar, similar values and similar beliefs and that you can, you can be your, your goofy, nerdy, strange self with, and they love you still, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we have a very special company. I am, I have a big place in my heart for sure. So I know when talking to somebody who is thinking about joining direct sales, we sometimes will hear the objection, you know, I just don't have time. I have a full-time job. I have a bunch of kids. I'm so busy. What advice would you give to somebody who doesn't feel like they can fully commit to a direct sales business when they have something else on their plate that's keeping them occupied for many hours a week? You know, I think that um, kind of navigating that response is, is really delicate because when I hear that I don't have time, I hear the overwhelm, right? I hear the overwhelm that folks are just kind of muddling through. And, and I think more than anything, sometimes folks just need validation of, oh, wow, sounds like you've got so much on your plate right now. You know, is this something that you'd be interested in checking out in the future when life looks a little bit different? can I check in with you in six months, you know, really? And, and sometimes folks just need support. Right. And so that's what I'm gleaning from that is maybe, and, and maybe right now isn't the time, but I'd certainly like to, you know, connect with that person and be a support through that hardship. And maybe when life eases up a little bit, then they'd be interested in it and they can have a conversation. Um, I actually just kind of had this fall into my lap this last week. Um, someone that's been a customer of mine, 
oh gosh, for probably over a year at this point. And I think I'd offered the business, you know, to her in the, in the, in the past and she is busy, you know, she works and, and she's got kiddos and, and literally that scenario. Right. And we've got a um, really spectacular join special for our company this month. And she said, Hey, I think I might be ready to join. All right. What would you like to know? Right. And just being really gentle and really supportive of okay, what are your questions? Because if it's the right time, folks are going to feel so much more confident. Now, at the same time, sometimes there's not like the right time to join. Both of these things can be true. It's not either or. There can be a right time for some people because they have the capacity for it. And sometimes it's like, oh, I'm just scared. That's, that's you know, so it's the do it scared kind of thing. You know, with that, it's shifting into let me know, you know, when a good time to check back in with you might be. And in the meantime, I'd love to, you know, I'd love to support you. I'd love to still, you know, help you enjoy the goodies that we have. If you love our products so much. Um, and in that same breath, I suppose, checking in with folks and just seeing, is it that you literally don't have the time or are there other things that are kind of in the way that makes, makes that confidence factor a little bit, a little bit shaky. I also think it's really good to know and to, and to check yourself as the consultant and say, am I presenting this opportunity because I think that this would serve this person well, or do I think that, okay, well, it's just a really great join special. She just needs to suck it up and join and just she'll figure it out. Like you said, there can be multiple answers to those questions. And so I think knowing the difference and just making sure (laughs) that you're not pushing somebody into something they're not ready for, because then they're not it's probably not going to be a success story after that if it, if they're not ready and if it's not their time to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that because, you know, navigating that, um, that space is, is I think a really important part of helping folks be successful. Um, and are you doing this for you or do you actually see that this is going to be something that they might benefit from? And maybe, maybe, maybe that is still authentic and it's still not, where it fits well in their life quite yet because of life. Mm-hmm. Life. There it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. So will you tell us kind of your daily schedule with working and fitting in your business, which is like a broad overview of what your, your schedule looks like. I mean, maybe even weekly, because I know daily it can change, but weekly, what is your typical schedule? So weekly, um, my full-time job, I work eight to five on Monday through Thursday and eight to noon on Fridays. So Mondays, um, Mondays, I always send a team email. That's kind of my team check-in day. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I try to kind of fill in the blanks on, do I need to do some customer follow-up? Do I have some events I need to schedule? Um, Wednesdays, I have traditionally done a wellness Wednesday in my virtual community group. Um, I'm kind of revamping that kind of rethinking how I want to utilize that time, but showing up and, and working to give my customers something of quality, whether it's a demonstration or a product, um, review or even other health and lifestyle stuff. You know, I've gone over, you know, recipes and things like that. Um, just other fun things at that time, but just a, a, a consistent time that I check in with my customers. And then Friday afternoons are kind of a hodgepodge of I get together with friends for lunch (laughs) because we need that sometimes. 
Um, but also doing, you know, some fill in the blank stuff for my business, um, maybe getting packages ready to mail. Um, Saturday, I tend to run to the post office uh, because the one close to me is, um, is open on Saturdays. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, it's kind of a hodgepodge sprinkling in of various business things. And then if I have a virtual event going on, that's, you know, filtered into those evening times as well. I often jump in live multiple times to my virtual events, um, you know, and so then the, I, I end my virtual events on weekends. So then I'm taking orders and connecting with folks doing those types of things. Um, so it certainly does vary, which is the beauty of it. And there are some nights where I'm like, I'm not going to do anything lemongrass spot tonight and it's okay um, because just giving myself that, um, that permission, that flexibility and such. So, uh, and then, you know, Saturday times, we also have some, um, some virtual get togethers, uh, some leadership connections and, and team meetings and things. So it just kind of varies on, on those fronts, but that's kind of what it looks like. I'm really trying to set some boundaries um, around even answering, you know, messages from folks that, you know, between six and eight, eight thirty in the evening is where I'll answer some of those um, messages from, from folks looking to place orders and things like that, because I need some time too, right? I am, I'm, I'm still a business. That doesn't mean that I'm open 24 seven and, you know, really navigating that if I want to present this as duplicatable to someone else who has a family and works a job, we have to have those boundaries and those parameters around also protecting some downtime for ourselves. Mm. Yes, it's so true. I love that you have found something that works for you. You know, you might always be tweaking it and it might change all the time, but you have found a very loose schedule that works where you can still get your work done, still accomplish your career goals. (laughs) And have some time for you. Cause that is very important. So important. I am not a pleasant person <laughs> if I don't get to unwind, you know what I'm saying at night? I need to just like sit and chill. Sometimes I just sit there and stare at the wall that has happened before. Like, Oh, oh what was I doing? Oh my goodness. You know, <laughs> and yeah. I need that time. We all need that time to decompress, yeah. you know, just think about nothing. And it helps a lot. It refreshes me. I'm an extroverted introvert. So I like to be you know, people eat, people eat, but then I also like to be very silent for a little bit too. It helps me a lot. I really resonate with that, especially, I mean, both of my, 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 um, income sources are very people <laughs> Yes. And so I don't know, are you familiar with the Enneagram? Yes. Yes. I am a two. I am. The oh, helper. okay. Two, two T. And so part of my personal work is knowing that I have to give myself the TLC that I give everybody else. Mm -hmm. So that is very much a part of like having these boundaries is a part of taking care of myself because I give ferociously to so many people. I need to give to myself ferociously too. Mm -hmm. That's right. That is, yes, that is a great standard to have because we need both, both sides. Now, are you a two wing three or two wing one? I really resonate with the two wing three. Ah, I, when we were talking, I was like, I was thinking that I was like, I wonder if she has ever checked out her Enneagram. I think it's a three. (laughs) So that makes sense because, uh, yeah, the two wing three makes, that makes a lot of sense. I'm a nine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a nine. I'm kind of like, you know, Oh yeah, whatever, whatever works. (laughs) Oh, but I, it's, it's, fun to see, to see those aspects of our personalities and kind of figure things out and, and see why we 
tick the way we tick sometimes, you know, it's kind of fun. And it's, it is really good to be self-aware and to know certain things about yourself. Like we need downtime or we need non-people time. We, it's so good to know that because, or else we're going to just, we won't make it. (laughs) That's for sure. Well, your customers, your team, they are all so lucky to have you. It sounds like you care so much about them and you just, you really intentionally work your business. So that way you are serving others when you can. And I have so enjoyed this conversation about how you make direct sales work into your busy schedule. So thank you again, Casey, for being on the show today. I know so many listeners will resonate so much with your story. I'm so grateful that you asked me to join and just, you know, allowing me to share a little bit about what this looks like on, um, on a different perspective, on a different kind of life experience. And, uh, you know, just to, I think, share with folks that it's, it's figure outable. That's, that's one of my favorite words. It is figure outable. Um, and it might look different having a full-time job or having a family, but that's, that's literally what I love about direct sales is it looks different for everyone because it is so flexible that way. That is so true. Thanks again for being on the show. Thank you. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative over on Facebook. There you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing. If you know of a person in the direct sales industry that you look up to and admire, and you've always wanted to just ask them all the questions, I would love to chat with them. Shoot me an email with their name at directlydifferent at gmail.com, and they could be a future guest on the podcast. Thanks, guys.